Welcome to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. My name's Samantha, and I'm here to help you ladies stop repeating the same behaviors and learn how to build the habits you need to finally lose the weight for good and uncover your badass self. If you feel stuck and overwhelmed with all the information out there, I'm gonna be dropping five specific episodes a week to help you gain the clarity you need in order to rebuild that confidence, get strong, and heal your relationship with food so you can finally build the body of your dreams. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Evolve and Elevate podcast today, guys. What we're talking about is getting over the feeling of feeling buzzed. So what brought this on was I was actually having a bunch of conversations in regards to my clients. So they were talking about how like, you know, they went out drinking with their friends or they had some kind of social event that went on and they're just like getting really sick and tired of always like feeling like shit after. And they're like, how the heck do I stop doing this? Because I feel like I'm doing this over and over and over again. Like I go out, I get drunk, I go home. You know what I mean? It's like, then I feel like shit, then my gut's a mess, then my weight loss progress stalls. Like I'm just like all over the place, but I feel like everybody around me is drinking all the time. And so I thought this would be a very fitting topic because a lot of the times, ladies, when you are going out and when you're in an environment where you used to drink, you're going to find that other people also drink as well. And it can be super overwhelming to be that person that doesn't drink, especially if you're like the life of the party. Like I used to hand out shots left, right and center. So for me to stop drinking, it was pretty evident and pretty known when I stopped because like, they're like, what do you mean you're not doing a shot? What do you mean you're not having a drink? And so I felt a lot more peer pressure than maybe someone who like casually drinks. Like we went out and we went hard. And so essentially like I used to literally down like 26ers, Mickey's, like I think I've drank like a full case of beer to myself. Like there's not really a surprise that my stomach is a shit show in regards to alcohol. I'm not like when I was like, oh, I'm puking for 12 hours. It wasn't exactly like, I wasn't like, I have no idea why. Like, I know why I totally messed myself up like way back when. But the thing is, is like, how do you go from a spot of drinking all the time and like having fun and like, you know, getting that buzz and then coming down to a place where you don't feel that buzz or you don't get drunk with everybody else or you don't drink, right? And I think the first things first is that like some people can just go cold turkey and that's cool. But I found personally myself that every time I went back to drinking, I felt really guilty. And as a lot of you ladies know, my mom suffered with alcohol addiction. I don't like saying suffered because I don't think, I don't know. She just had a problem with it. Like she just couldn't stop drinking, right? She really liked it. She preferred to be drunk rather than not drunk. And honestly, it totally changed my entire life and not in a positive way. I love her to pieces when she's not drunk. I always say like I had two moms. I had the mom that I adore. And then I had the mom that just unfortunately, like that wasn't my mom. You know what I mean? And if you guys have any parents or siblings or friends that are alcoholics, you guys know that it's just like a different person. You know, it's a totally different person. The person that you love and adore and appreciate is one person. And then there's some alcohol in them. And there's that other side of them that you're just like, that's not even you, right? So the way that I look at it in a more positive light and why I can kind of talk about this more freely is that I don't have any pain associated to those memories anymore. And whereas I think like a lot of maybe my family is still struggling with that. But the thing is, is like, I made a choice very early on to not associate myself with that, right? I was like, you know what? It's very clear to me. There's just like this moment where I was like, you know what? You know, it's myself or like the bottle in my hand and she lunged for the bottle. And so because of that, I was like, okay, like I get that this is like, it's too far gone. And so the thought that I always have in the back of my head is like, I don't ever want to have that kind of impact on someone else based on my addiction or based on my like inability to say no to something. So that being said, when it comes to alcohol, 
I will admit that the reason why I say this is that I do have another kind of outsource, I guess, or like another why that's a little bit deeper than just like not wanting to drink to lose weight, right? My whole thing is, is like, I saw what it does. I saw what it did. And I saw like, unfortunately, my mom, like she didn't live very long because she was just like too consumed by alcohol, right? So that being said, it's like, I do have a deeper why. So this is going to be for people who do have that deeper why, but then also the people that don't, because I also have helped a few other ladies like kind of break kind of that, I don't want to say like addiction, but like that need for having drinks on the weekend and stuff like that. Okay. So the first things first, guys, I think it's really important to understand that it's not going to be like cold turkey. It's not going to be something that like you just give up and it's whatever, because there's a lot of social with it. There's a lot of like weekends, there's a lot of parties, there's a lot of drinking, there's a lot of whatever that you're probably going to be around. So understanding that it might be the difference between you drinking 12 and then drinking like five, as opposed to you drinking 12 and then zero. Okay. So that could be like your first step. And then I found that like after a while, I kind of just kept having like four or five drinks. And that was like my new normal instead of 12. And then at that point, five was still kind of making me feel like shit. So then I started doing like two to three. And I found that when I hit about three drinks, I get a buzz going. And then I think I do have a bit of an addictive personality, unfortunately. And I've just totally accepted it because for a while I was in denial. And after I have three drinks, I have learned that I will keep drinking. So if I start getting buzzed, I will keep drinking if someone else offers 100%. And I just know that about myself. So the thing is, is like, I just don't do that now. Like once I start feeling a buzz, if someone says, hey, do you want to drink? I make sure mentally that I'm in a spot where I can say no. I don't let myself, and this is key, I don't let myself get to a spot where I'm I'm more like the party, like I'm going to do whatever, like inhibition's gone, like let's go do whatever kind of mentality. Because I know at this point through trial and error and through my patterns, which you have to be very self-aware to do this, is that when I get into three or four drinks, I will start saying yes, yes, yes. And then I won't say no until literally like I'm hammered, right? So I just know that that's a thing. I know that's what I do. So I've made it an effort that I only have two or three drinks. I make sure that I drink water. And honestly, I've started bringing like sparkling waters and stuff because I find that the bubbliness and like the taste of it is just fine for me and I'm good to go. So maybe finding also another drink that you can have that you enjoy just as much so that you don't feel deprived. Like I still like having like that social like drinking and hanging out. But now it's just like I drink like sparkling water or I drink something like I'll go get like a coffee and I really like drinking coffee. So I'll just like drink coffee with everybody or like I just have to find something that I like just as much, but that doesn't give me the feeling. And I find the biggest thing that really holds people back when it comes to alcohol is the feeling of getting drunk is super, super is something that people crave, I think, after a certain point where like you really want to go drinking and you like you like the buzz. And I think for some people, they're like, well, why would I drink if I don't want to get buzzed? Right. And honestly, the way that I kind of shifted this also is that I started looking at alcohol and pairing it with food and doing like food pairings and enjoying like the actual taste of it and finding alcohol that I liked, not just alcohol that got me drunk, right? So like, obviously, like, I don't enjoy the taste of vodka. People drink vodka in my personal opinion to get drunk. Like if you enjoy the taste, it's like nothing, right? So what I started doing was like, I really like Kim Crawford wine. Because it's like a $20 bottle of wine, I will go buy it, but I enjoy the flavors of it. I enjoy the taste of it. I enjoy like where it was made. Like I go a little bit deeper than just like, oh, this is like 17%. This is 12%. This is basically rubbing alcohol. You know what I mean? And when you do that and you start pairing it with food, I find it's a lot easier because you're looking more at like, not really like the way that it's making you feel, but more of like, oh, this is really tasty. This tastes good with this. And like you're you know, you're eating and you're drinking and it's more of an experience as opposed to just like doing it to get drunk. So that's the way that I personally enjoy drinking now. 
And then also like just getting over the fact that like, yeah, sometimes I'm going to get buzzed and stuff. But I also dislike the feeling of being hungover. I dislike the feeling of what it does to my body. I dislike the feeling of like throwing up for 12 hours. I think that was a big red flag for me. I just don't like the thought of like lowering my life expectancy just to like go get drunk. And I found that a lot of the times when I did go to get drunk is just because like other shit was going on. I was sad about something. I was trying to escape something. I didn't like my job. I didn't like whatever. And so I found other ways to cope with that that were healthier than just going and forgetting about it. Because the thing is, is that as soon as you're drunk, it's kind of like when you eat food. So you feel really good when you're eating food. You feel really good when you're drunk. But then afterwards, that guilt sets in, right? That guilt sets in. But then you can focus on the guilt rather than focusing on the problem. So then you're like, okay, I'm going to go have fun. I'm not going to think about it. Then I'm going to think about how shitty I feel, which is still going to make me not think about the other thing. And then, ooh, after that, guess what happens? You still got to deal with the other thing. And what I realized was I was in this cycle of bullshit that I was just like telling myself it was going to get better. You know, oh, I'm going to like, I'll do this or I'll do that. Or I don't have the balls to, you know, leave a relationship or whatever the case might be. So like, I'm just going to like have some drinks. We'll hang out. We'll have some fun. Oh my God, everything's better. Then I feel like shit. So I'm focusing on all the guilt about feeling like crap because I drank again. And then on the plus side, I also like on the other side of everything, I'm now like, okay, so now I actually still have to deal with all the stuff. And then because I have to deal with the stuff, things are going bad. I then go back to drinking. So there's always like that, that circle of things that just keeps going over and over and over again. And so that's really like a big issue in terms of like, just making sure that you're focusing on what you need to do in terms of like dealing with your own mental health and stuff. So I find like alcohol really does lead back to a lot of people who just like aren't really happy. And that's like the biggest thing I think in terms of like getting buzzed and stuff. Yes, it's fun. But I think you have to look at the underlying reason as to like why you're drinking, what you're doing and why you're doing it. And once you do that, I feel like it's a lot easier for you to like kind of start removing yourself from alcohol. Now, obviously, if you enjoy drinking, it's something you want to do. It's something you like, by all means, go for it. But at the same time, like there's also like, I think it was a Hyberman's podcast. Oh, I always get his name wrong, but really good episode on alcohol and basically what it does to your body. And ladies, like if you have a chance to listen to it, I would definitely listen to it. Honestly, it scared the shit out of me in terms of like what it does to my gut, what it does to my body. Like I kind of already knew, but this is like really in depth. And I was like, this just isn't. And like he was going over like alcoholic tendencies and stuff like that too, and addiction tendencies. And I was just like, like, I'm just not down. And it comes up randomly. But I definitely would suggest like going through that podcast. Some of you guys aren't going to be ready to hear this. I don't think this podcast is going to be super popular for a lot of you ladies. But for you guys who have had like, you know, previous maybe parents or friends who have had like addiction struggles, and you're kind of scared of going down the same path. Or if you're struggling in terms of like, just like you're in a spot where you're like, all my friends are drinking, all my family's drinking, I don't want to be drinking, but I keep finding myself getting stuck back in that loop. This is also for you. And it's basically reducing the amount of alcohol and then slowly subbing out alcohol for other drinks that you prefer. In my personal opinion, that was the only way that I was going to be able to do it. And also just being like, it's kind of like when you want to go lose weight, you tend to have to wait till you're like sick of your own shit to lose weight, I find. Like you can't just like lose weight. I find it's like, okay, I'm really sick of like looking in the mirror and feeling a certain way, or I'm sick of eating certain foods and feeling a certain way. And then when you find that that happens, a lot of the times that's when it really like switches. Like you need to have like a pretty strong why in order to do it because like losing 40, 60, 80 pounds isn't exactly easy, but it's not exactly hard. It's just like, it takes consistency and commitment. And so same with alcohol. If you want to, if you want to kind of get rid of alcohol and you're like, it's destroying my gut. It's causing me to like, it's increasing your cortisol. Like if you guys have been drinking nonstop, like if you've been having like four or five drinks every week for the last like ever, like 10 years, five years, guys, your cortisol levels are naturally spiked. Like they're naturally spiked. So like when you're like, oh, you know, oh, my cortisol's high, like probably, yeah, right? 
because like after you're done drinking alcohol, a lot of the times your cortisol levels will raise and there are elevated levels for like the next, like, I think it's like five to six days. So if you're drinking every weekend, as soon as your cortisol levels start to go down, like if you wonder why you're angry all the time, if you wonder why like you're like stressed out all the time and things like that, you're like, oh, I'm going to have a drink to help relieve my stress. Guys, as soon as you have a drink, it's actually going to like, you know, decrease your stress for like that night. But then for the next like four or five days, you're going to be even more stressed. So like you're literally just in a feedback loop. You're in a cycle over and over and over and over again. And so when you start to learn this stuff, you're like, fuck, what am I doing? Like, this is so stupid, right? So honestly, I was never like a big person to like advocate against alcohol. But honestly, between the health benefits, between the mental benefits or like the side effects and all that kind of stuff, it's like something that I've actually been like really passionate about lately because I'm like, this is really dumb. Like a lot of people are like really affecting their health for no reason. And it's just because like you're trying to cope with other shit, right? So the biggest thing is, is like what helped me get over the feeling of being buzzed ladies was essentially I understood what it was doing to my body. I saw what it was doing to people around me, especially like not like me affecting other people, but like I saw what alcohol can do to other people as well. And honestly, you guys don't have an alcoholic in your family. I am very, very, very thankful for you for grateful for you. And also like you guys are super lucky because honestly, it sucks ass a lot. And that's the only way that I can put it because like it just blows like it's just not fun. And it's also really hard to watch someone else that you care about go through it. And it takes a long time to come to terms with it also. So I'm sorry if like this episode is also triggering for some people. Like obviously I've dealt with everything and I know like kind of I'm okay with things at this point, but this is why I can talk about it. But I know a lot of people aren't and it takes a long time to understand that. And uh, maybe one day I'll do an episode. I think I've already done an episode about like how I've really come to terms with that because it was like, it was a lot. It was like a lot of years of like a lot of shit that went down, but it is what it is. And yeah. And so like in terms of alcohol and stuff too, like the buzz guys, like I would be like, why are you chasing the buzz? What is about the buzz that you're chasing? Right. Why do you like that feeling? Like for me, it's because I have an addictive personality. So as soon as I felt it, I just kept going. Right. I was like, oh, this is great. Right. This is so fun. And I'm also kind of like uptight person, to be honest. I like to have fun. But when I do have drinks and stuff, like I'll dance, I'll have fun, like stuff like that. And so like I found other ways to help like manage stress and stuff so that I can still just have fun without having a drink. Thanks for bearing with me. So that being said, it's like, why are you chasing the buzz? What about it is making you want to escape? What about it is like, what are you enjoying? And if you're like, I just love having a few drinks, that's cool. But I'm talking to people that are having like eight, nine, 10, 11. Why are you finishing a 26 or at 30 years old? Like what's going on? You know what I mean? That's the stuff that I'm talking about. And so like, guys, if you're like having a few glasses of wine and having charcuterie and having like a girl's night out, that's totally cool. But if like you and your friends, your idea of fun is getting smashed every single weekend, I just like, you know, I do encourage you to think about like kind of what you're doing and why you're doing it. And also like, if you are trying to lose weight, this is where this all comes into as well. It's really going to be something that holds you back from losing weight. Alcohol isn't something that you really can abuse. And after you guys turn 40, I'll be totally honest, like even one drink can affect you for like three or four days. Like it takes a while for your body to break it down. So if you don't get rid of these tendencies now, or like if you don't reduce them now, when you're older, it's going to affect you even more, right? And like when you're 40, 50, 60, and you're drinking like, you know, a full Mickey, like on the weekend or whatever, like it's going to affect you and it's going to compound. And everything that you're doing even now is going to compound into the future, right? So it's like, are you taking care of yourself now? Everything escalates a little bit year by year. And so I'm very, very passionate about this because one, I get it. And like for some of you ladies, like who are trying to like go from a drinking environment to a non-drinking environment, it's fucking hard because they will pull you in. They're like, come with me because it's like something that I want to do and I want you to do it with me. So I'm not alone. 
And just the biggest thing that I can say is as you are trying to reduce your alcohol intake, be kind to yourself because there are going to be times, especially if you have an addictive personality, where you do say yes and you do take it too far, where you say yes and then you're like, oh shit, the next day, why did I do that? Like there are going to be some times like that. But what I try and do is every time I go into a social situation, I try and do 1% better. So next time I'm going to eat and make sure I'm good before we go out. This time I'm not going to do any shots. This time I'm going to make sure that I have like X kind of alcohol because it takes me longer to drink, right? Like a glass of wine, I'm not going to just down it. A beer, I'm not going to just down it, right? But a vodka shot, whoop, done, 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 right? Rum and Cokes, oh my God. You could sip that with a straw for like all night. You know what I mean? So just be mindful of that. But I hope this helps somebody. I hope this guy gives you like an insight as to like how I did it. I now pretty much just drink like Diet Cokes or I'll drink like sparkling waters. And I would say like the last like four months or so, I think there's only like one time that I was like decently drunk and that wasn't even on purpose. It's just we went out wine tasting and uh, I ended up with way too much like wine samples and I didn't eat enough that day. So I was like kind of tipsy, but that's about it. And honestly, I don't really miss the feeling. And I also love the fact that I'm in momentum all the time. So when I get up the next day and I'm still able to go get a workout in, I'm still able to enjoy my weekend and I'm not spending a full day on the couch. I find that super productive and it's also making me feel way more refreshed. So I hope you guys have the best day ever. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you found value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you would screenshot and tag Samantha Mouse Fitness on Instagram or leave us a review down below. If you'd like to go further in your weight loss journey with us, head over to my Instagram bio and fill out an application to get started. We'll see you in the next episode and I hope you have the best freaking day ever.